0: It's a Kodiak moment. Kairos... No. Kodiak. Oh yeah. There's a guy up in Alaska, Kodiak Island. He used to live with the Kodiak grizzlies. He was a mystic. And his spirit life was so strong that he befriended the wild bears. And the Alaskan government was making real bad decisions. And so we charged into their offices with several Kodiak grizzlies. <laughs> it's a true story. And they changed their mind. I think we need to charge into some of these buildings called Gog and Magog and change their minds. With all creation glorified by the river of life, I mean, it's totally effortless. You know, when you're carried by the river of life, you no longer work by the sweat of your brow. There's no longer any slavery of the curse of the fall in you, or around you, or in your mind, or in your brain, or in your soul, or in your spirit, or in your flesh, blood, and bones. And the air you breathe, and the dust and dirt you walk on becomes holy, sacred ground because you're his body on earth. The new covenant is you're the temple. The building is nothing. The building is the whore of Babylon that steals everything from the people who live in the river of life that do all the real new covenant work. We're dealing with it, you know, we're dealing with it so severely and so wonderfully that you know, you'd think we'd be angry because there's so much to be angry about. There's so much wrong in religion. There's so much wrong in Christianity. It's, I mean, there's a tremendous amount of sin, tremendous amount of deception, tremendous amount of fear, worry doubt and unbelief and legalism, we deal with legalism every day, we deal with every curse that could possibly be crammed inside the human consciousness, all of the horrible things of the fall of the demons and the devils and the lies of Satan and his angels that are just crammed into people everywhere from believing serpents in the garden, you know, it's like a snake pit of the valley of the shadow of death. And we walk through it, you know. I don't walk through it anymore, I tell you the truth. I learned how to fly. Hey, man. You learn how to become completely and totally dependent upon the Holy Spirit and nothing else in this world. It's called walking by faith or flying by faith. Certainly not by eyeball, flesh, sight of the human mind. Any human plans will be destroyed. Any human sight will be made blind. I'm telling you, the human nature is the sin nature. If you could do it in your human nature, then His blood need not be spilled. But His blood was spilled so that you could do it in His Holy Spirit nature. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are one God, the Trinity until we do things the way he does things until his thoughts and his ways are our thoughts and our ways we'll just be sinners in the dirt like mud men just cursed just slaves to the natural realm just slaves to our brains and bodies how am i gonna pay my bills (laughs) i'm telling you guys the answer is the river of life And the river of life has all the wealth of God the Father, the creator of the world, in it. The river of life can move mountains for you. The river of life can shift atmospheres, change personalities, change people's opinions of you. The river of life can do anything. It's limitless. He's the creator. Have faith in God. Every time someone believed in Jesus Christ, the creator of the world, He was astonished and he's like, well, it's done. All that it took every single time in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, if anyone had any problem, anything that ailed them, any sickness, any disease, any poverty, any family problem, any death, any hell, anything of the fall, all it took was them believing in the Creator and creation immediately came into alignment with God the Creator. His name is Jesus Christ. There is none other. All we need to do, friends, is grow in faith. And we grow in faith by following the Holy Spirit. Following Him into all truth. (laughs) I drink the blood of Jesus so much it's quite ridiculous. And I, I do it on purpose because I need to. I deal with so much stuff every day that if I don't drink insane amounts, like millions and millions of gallons of Holy Spirit new covenant wine, I mean I just get frustrated and I get angry and I you know, I but that's not how you deal with things. You don't do it like Moses just murdering the slave master. That's not how you do it. You do it by letting your cup overflow with the blood of Jesus, and you wash away the sins of the world. You behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. That's why I drink so much, because that's the only thing that actually works in the world. (laughs) Striving doesn't work. Trying to figure it out doesn't work. Nothing works except the blood of Jesus. And let me tell you, that's what the river of life is. Revelation 22, that is the final revelation of all permanent breakthrough through your hearts and minds forevermore. Through all your families, through all your marketplace, through all your business, all your trading. Everything you'll do, your children will do, your grandchildren will do will come in the breakthrough of the river of life. It's permanent breakthrough in this generation. We're warring for it to be established through all nations, tribes, and tongues. That's what we fight for, to get everyone in his blood sacrifice, the river of his blood life. And it's not like the bloody Nile, you know. It's not disgusting, you know, but it does kill the frog spirits of lust, you know. What it is is a river of wine, a river of bliss. It's a river of God's Zoe life. You understand? I hope so. Angels help him. It's a river of his blood sacrifice. The Holy Spirit manifests the works of Jesus Christ. It's not about your works, it's about his works. And the river of life is the fullness of the Holy Spirit, maker of heaven and earth. And He is omnipresent. He's literally as big as you have faith for Him in your life. That's the size of the Holy Spirit that you're experiencing Him. Now He's bigger than that and that's what the funnest thing about being a christian is is every day god gets bigger and everything else gets smaller until you're just completely encapsulated in the glory of the throne room of the living god and that's what this is that's what i minister from the throne of god the father it is pure love not a drop of hate you know when we get frustrated by all the sins in the world it's just because our mind it's just, well, we need a little more drinking. A little more drinking. Because that I know that's all sin. I know that's all Sodom and Egypt. That's all evil activity. But I'm not going to condemn them. They already feel condemned. What are you going to do? Curse the curse? They already feel horrible in Egypt. And they already feel horrible in Sodom. If you come in there like a Moses and just murder them, Murdering the slave masters. It actually just makes things worse. That's not the answer. You can't do this thing in your human nature. You can't pastor, preach, teach, or do anything in the New Covenant in the human nature. You can only do it in the Holy Spirit nature called the river of life. And once you get in the river of life it just washes away your human nature. And you look real foolish for a short time because you're kind of like in a glory puberty and your whole being is metamorphosizing. Romans 12:2 be metamorphosized, transfigured, it is written by the renewing of your mind, which means you're no longer the creature you were in darkness. The creature you were in darkness is crucified. Now you're a new creature in Christ. Second Corinthians 5:17, it is written. "That creature lives on the river of life. And at any point that we cut ourselves off from the bread and wine of the New covenant, his flesh and blood, then we cut ourselves off from that life and we go into religion and we go into rebellion to try to fill that void in our hearts and get that pleasure in our bodies that we once tasted and we can't find it anymore. But the thing about it is, is I live in it permanently. It's available for everyone to get in the river and never get out. That's what the Father plans for this whole generation. He wants everyone in the river and stay in the river, fortified in the river. Stay in the river and not leave the river and not be deceived by anything outside the river. By girls, boys, relationships, future spouses, you know, money, you know, success, all this stuff. It's like mirages. These are the temptations of Satan to pull you out of his blood sacrifice. (laughs) You know? I mean, that's what they are. You're tempted all the time. But no temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. When you are tempted, he will provide a way out. It is written. What is the way out? It's always the same. How about we feast a little more? How about we eat a little more of his bread? And get a little stronger spiritually? And get our minds a little more transformed? Transfigured? So that the river of life is beaming out of us like the Shekinah glory of God the Father's throne in every direction so that we need nothing of this creation but everything in creation needs us. So it comes into divine order. Don't you realize that's what the throne of God with men is doing now? The bright morning star is the throne of God the Father maker of all angels. I quoted this verse on Twitter. Last night, it's in Hebrews, he's called the Father of Spirits. How much more should we obey the Father of Spirits and live? <laughs> See, obedience to the Holy Spirit is our life. That's a verse. Obedience is my bread. Obedience to my Father is my food, Jesus Christ, red letters. And when I disobey, I learned that, oh, that makes me feel disgusting. I actually died in my soul when I disobeyed the Word of God, when I disobeyed the Holy Spirit. As the Apostle Paul says, Obedience to the Holy Spirit is the entire fulfillment of the law. That's the scripture in the Apostle Paul's epistles. Obedience to the Holy Ghost is our ever-increasing degrees of glory. 2 Corinthians Chapter 3, it is written, we go from one degree of glory to greater glory by obedience to the Lord, who is the Spirit. Amen? It is written. So we learn the hard way by disobeying so much because we're just so deceived. And then it's like, man, there's got to be a better way. You know, the sexual morality is only fun for a season, then you feel completely dead and empty inside. The drugs and alcohol are fun for a minute, and then they feel completely dead and empty inside. And religion is never fun. So that, that doesn't make any sense to me, but that's what deceives most of the world, is the spiritual realm of Egypt which is all religiosity, all self-righteousness, all Christian narcissism, all self-efforts in trying to do the New Testament out of your own human energy instead of the divine river of life, Zoe energy, which is all the witchcraft and bewitchment and sorcery in the entire world. (laughs) That you can do it in your good human nature. There's no good human nature. It's a lie. That is the biggest lie. I mean, that's probably the lie Eve believed in the serpent in the garden. You can be better if you come with me and your human abilities. <laughs> Satan tricked Eve, our mother. The mother of the human race. Eve is the mother of the human race. And she was completely deceived in her human nature. That her Human nature could actually outperform what God had given her already. Don't you read the scriptures? That's what it says. That she was deceived by the serpent. Has God really said? <laughs> you know. So here we have the demons always fighting the word of God, especially my words at Red Letter Ministries. Always fighting them in your minds, and then the demons come and say. Has God really said, and they question all the authority and the power of the scriptures or the sons of God's words or any bread of heaven or any wine of heaven or anything that's come from the throne of God because they only want you attached to the throne of Lucifer to live in confusion and in slavery to your flesh. That's what the demons do. They come in like snakes and they whisper lies right into your mind, the fiery darts of the evil one. So you need the helmet of salvation in the battlefield of the mind to win against all these lies that are being flung at you by the thousands every day in the USA. And then when you're fortified in the river of life, Satan can't even talk to you anymore. You'll never necromance again. Necromancy, the communication with the dead. (laughs) Most Christians are necromancers because they talk more with the dead than they do with the living. (laughs) It's not okay, but that's the situation right now in the USA. It's pretty bad. But the river of life is much better than you've ever known. I'm telling you guys, when we come and we begin drinking, we keep drinking. And we keep getting transformed by our drinking. It's a spiritual river. It's not about knowledge. It's not the tree of knowledge. That's Satan's kingdom. It's not about our brains. It's not about information. It's about life and life more abundantly. It's about freedom that he set you free. And then after you get into the life and after you get into the freedom, maybe you'll begin learning stuff in the seven spirits of God. And you become a throne room, 24 elder, mature, hewish Christian. But the foundation of all Christianity is first and foremost, in your heart, in your mind, and through your belly, freedom and life and the roots of David, the bright morning star, and just coming in and being filled with the Father's love Because you can't build upon anything except love. If you don't understand that you've been adopted into a new family of pure, perfect love towards you all the time, that foundation hasn't even been laid in your hearts. Most people don't even feel the love of God. So that they're full of orphan, and they're full of envy and strife, and they're still... Biting at one another, bickering, you know, and they're just there's never enough, there's always lack, want, fear, doubt, worry, unbelief. You have to be filled with the Father's love in your heart to get out all of that other stuff in your heart. And your heart is a huge place, by the way, it's not just this little, you know, blood sack of flesh. The heart is a very spiritual place, it's called your garden. Your heart is your garden. Your soul is your mansion. Who lives in your heart? What do you entertain in your heart? Do you entertain God and His Word and His love? Your heart is like the Garden of Eden, so that out of your heart your mouth speaks words of love towards everyone continuously. Is your heart a place of sadness and sorrow? Is your heart a place of death? Because so many people have broken your heart. I'm telling you, it's... The vast majority of people don't have a foundation of the Father's love in their heart, and so that's why their mouths are not continuous laughter and joy and peace and love and faith. You need the foundation of your heart first to build from your heart upwards and transform your mind. Be filled with the Father's love today supernaturally. The river of life is the love of God. And I pray that for every single one of you, that your whole heart be filled and flooded with the Garden of Eden, which is the Father's heart. Because everyone's heart is a garden of either good seed or bad seed. For a sower sows seed, and it falls upon heart soil. What's in your heart? Let the Father just clean your heart out today and transform your hearts and heal your hearts as it's written in... Revelation 3.20, Behold, I stand at the door of your heart and knock. Will you let me in to fellowship inside your heart? And he says in another place, I have this against you, that you have forgotten your first love. The first love, which is your marital covenant with Jesus Christ. Let him into your heart and be healed in your marriage covenant, and all your heart be turned to the Garden of Eden in the name of Jesus Christ. Because that's God's plan for every single one of you, all 7.4 billion of you, of all nations, tribes, and tongues, to be healed in your heart by the love of God that's stronger than all lies, all deceptions, all stony ground in the heart, You know, all the birds that eat the seeds in there, all the weeds that are the worthless things of this world that take up all your time and days doing worthless human activity that has no eternal rewards, all of that garbage be consumed by the jealous, consuming fire of your heavenly Father, as it's written, did our hearts not burn within us as we walked with him along the way, revealing to us the scriptures, Jesus Christ, Amen. The one who possesses us, the one who illuminates our souls, the Messiah, it is written. Amen. We're truly his body, you guys. And this is his headship, the sons of God, the river creatures. Once you're in the river, long, long, long time, I mean, a day is as a thousand years, but I tell you the truth, once you live underwater in the river of life like I do for nine years, and it could be nine months for you, but it does take some time to get the, all of the filth out of our brains of all of the terrible sorrows and pain and misery of this world. And then you only have Zion inside you and you only have the river of life flowing through you. And your temple is the temple of the Holy Spirit and no unclean thought and no unclean word. And no unclean action. Just God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ possessing our hearts and souls and the river of life through us because we truly are the temples of the Holy Spirit. It is written. And once that happens, it doesn't need to take a long time. It can just be one drink and bam! Everything of the world is out of you and everything of God the Father comes through you like a mighty rushing wind at Pentecost. It was just the suddenly and suddenly like a violent windstorm resting tongues of fire of the Father's love possessed their souls. They were so possessed in their souls with the Holy Spirit that it was coming through their forehead fire, tongues of fire. Tongues of fire, that means that's tongues of love. That's the Father's word coming out their minds. <laughs> These 120 in the upper room were filled with the Father's love. The Father's love is not the cheap love like you can buy in Amsterdam in the Red Light District or, you know, on your Tinder dates or your dating websites or Facebook connections. It's not like human relationships. It's literally the tongues of fire of Acts chapter 2. It is immortal tongues. It is the immortal Word of God. It is the resting, laughing tongues of fire of God the Father's Word and love. For all of you, receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Be blessed. We could use your support. Uh, Hallelujah. We're doing a tremendous work here, you guys. Everything you do to support this ministry grows it to reach more people. We love you. Pray about it. Support us, brotherman.com. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen. (laughs) Glory.